0: hey welcome to the holding hands and throwing fist podcast i got the mic
1: and i have the opinions
0: welcome to season five episode six here we are babe
1: i love it babe there's no time to waste no time tell me what happened last week?
0: All right. So uh, the UFC had their card uh, that started a little bit early, and it was a big one on ESPN. Uh, on the prelims, Ian Heinish lost. Bummer. Bummer. Because we're a fan. But Brendan Allen, Mickey Gall, and Sejara Eubanks all won.
1: That was like, we haven't been that on with who we wanted to win in a long time.
0: Yeah, we should have done it. Uh, what do you call it? Um, God damn it. Parried them?
1: yeah I don't I like know the phrase I don't actually know what it means when you pick <laughs> several winners
0: yeah and then you win more money oh, okay Some, by the way someone please fucking contact us on how I could bet well, why don't you just contact me directly if you're a, if you're a listener <laughs> and you want to bet on fights I want to bet on fights David no. it's too
1: hard no No betting on fights.
0: All right. Miranda Maverick lost a controversial split decision to Macy Barber.
1: Oh, I'm mad.
0: A perfect example of why we shouldn't bet on fights because I would be real mad. A
1: perfect example. She did not lose.
0: Nope.
1: I'm mad about that.
0: And speaking of not winning or double losing... (laughs)
1: Hmm. T.J.
0: Dillashaw also won a controversial split decision against Corey Sandhagen. What did you think, babe? You know I'm even madder about
1: that. And you know what? I am like a hater. (laughs) You may not know this about Yes, yes. And I don't like T.J. Dillashaw. However, I am willing to acknowledge that it was a close fight. Mm Mm-hmm. And while I do not think TJ Dillashaw won, I do wholeheartedly believe that Corey Sandhagen lost that fight. Like, he let himself lose that fight. He had so many opportunities he to did. just, like, fucking win. He did. But he never, like, did it. And you, you're you the one who said it. I can't remember what, what did you say. Like, he just, like, lost his, like, killer instinct
0: yeah oh yeah well that's exactly what happened uh because at the end of the first round right cody won that round. Corey. sorry i keep fucking making that mistake i know cory won that round and he he caught um your, your man's <laughs> in an inverted triangle <laughs> and that's why we need video aspects so we could get you rolling your eyes every time i make comments <laughs> um so he had that and then at the end of the round he popped TJ's knee in a leg lock like he legitimately popped it and I think the rest of the time he knew because nobody's even spoken about this and it hasn't even come out now it's been almost a week after the fucking fight no one's talked about the fact that TJ's not fighting for a year Did did nobody else see that his ACL and MCL got torn in front of everybody like what the fuck is going on um, so then the whole rest of the fight, it kind of seemed like Corey, <laughs> uh, Corey Matthews, that's how I remember <laughs> it, uh, that he was almost a little bit on cruise control and, and TJ was just doing the zombie march forward thing, which that's apparently how you win a fight. Apparently the with these
1: judges, which is fucking annoying as hell. So um, it's what it is. It's like all good. What I will say is that Corey has not like made excuses and he does obviously believe he won three out of the five rounds yep. which would have made him the winner but he's not making excuses he's like I could see I suppose if that's what they're looking for it was close it was and close. so yeah Um, I just I like his attitude
0: well since we had a disappointing weekend last weekend in terms of fights why don't you tell us about the disappointing weekend that's coming up <laughs>
1: No, I mean, it wasn't a disappointing weekend. There were a lot of people on last week's card
0: and it was exciting.
1: Yeah, but there is UFC this Saturday. Um, It looks like such a long ass boring card Mm -hmm. for real. Like we don't know everyone and we don't know a lot about most fighters. But we- We're pretty well informed. We have name recognition. For sure. Even if we don't like know why or whatever, we do not know anyone on this 15 fight card. Yo, 15 fights, I assume they like overpack it because they want to- They're assuming like some might fall out, but that is way too many fights. The most it like has ever been is 14 and that's too many. This is disgusting. The (laughs) only people we know on the card are Sam Alvey, which I'm sorry, Sam Alvey is like on a losing streak. He needs to be done. And the main fight is Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland, which Stickland Strickland, I think I spelled it wrong. Yeah. Um, which is cool for Uriah Hall, but like also, what ofs? Yeah. So, anyway, my theory, of course, is that the UFC made it a whack ass card because Bellator is also on Saturday, and that card is this Saturday. We will be watching. Oh, yes. I thought it was
0: Friday. Okay.
1: So, UFC are little bitches and don't want to contend with Bellator. So, we have Kiefer Crosby on the card. He is from Ireland, so we're obviously rooting for him. Brian Moore is also on the card, and we do not know him. But because he's Irish, I'll... Thank you, babe. Root for him. Brent Primus is on the card. And after that, it's kind of a whack card too, but it's okay because the main event is going to be wild. It's um, for not only the featherweight belt, but it will also dictate the winner of the featherweight Grand Prix. And the two fighters are Patricio Pitbull and AJ McKee. George will tell you a little bit more about those two guys later, but it should be exciting.
0: Hell yes! All right, um, what have we got, babe?
1: It's been a while. Let's
0: go to the top five. Five. I'm sorry, I'm a little slow. I'm just. I'm still on vacation mode. I really am, and I'm. I'm really milking it this time.
1: <laughs> you are. I really fucking am. You know what? Number one in the top five is going to keep you in vacation. Why don't you get
0: started on the top five? Because I'll just catch up.
1: (laughs) We briefly mentioned this, but this is so worthy of being part of the top five. Our Long Island boys are on vacation. Marab, Aljo, and Ally Quinta are on vacation in the country, Georgia.
0: Not the state.
1: Not the state. Marab... Like, brings all the Long Island crew, like, to anything related to his culture. He made them all, literally every guy in his gym, there was, like, 20 of them. He made them all go to a Georgian restaurant, like, in Coney Island. I wish I saw the pictures earlier. I def would have showed up. Um, He made them all go out there and, like, get dressed up. That's awesome. Yeah, and now he, like... Went even further and brought these guys to Georgia and it looks like a crazy good time. We saw them riding horses in the mountains. They were like kind of crazy swimming upstream in rivers, white water rafting. Dancing in the town center, which was amazing, because it was like in one video, it was like all men, all yeah. Georgian men, yeah. and everyone looked the same. And then you see Aljo, but Aljo's dancing harder than anyone else.
0: It's Jamaican <laughs> from Long Island.
1: <laughs> it was it's awesome. They're like every meal that they post. There's like eighty people at a table. <laughs> it's just it's so it's such feel good news. I fucking love feel good shit like this, and that's why Ray Long. I was always like, I fucking love these guys. They're like brothers. Like <laughs> Marab only came to the gym like six years ago. It's not like they like grew up on Long Island together. Yeah, you know? it was six like, years,
0: man. You go to war that, and no, that, yeah. absolutely. That's but crazy. it's
1: incredible. So if you'd like to see some of these good times and just feel like other people's joy, you should go to Marab.
0: M-E-R-A-B. I
1: was gonna- that i was like then i have to spell davalashvili nah, just do
0: marab and it's gonna yeah, come well, up on Instagram. yeah. there's not marab that many marabs so
1: follow them in their fun little journey it's, it looks it's good
0: georgia looks beautiful it looks like because it's on the other side of the black sea because i i was just doing google maps of it before it looks <laughs> like greece if it was just like just mountains <laughs> and then more mountains no water nice all right. Um let's go to number 2 of the top 5. During Saturday's uh fights, ESPN uh, yeah, ESPN showed a graphic of live tweets that they usually do, right? In between rounds. Uh, and when the next round is starting. So someone posted that one of the fights was 19 to 19, essentially one round to one going into the third round. That
1: was t- the main event, was it not?
0: I uh, know it wasn't. It was oh, okay. I think it was one of the uh, So then it
1: was Miranda versus Macy. Uh no, I, oh, I think it was Kyler. another one.
0: Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, right because
1: like what kind of name is Carler anyway
0: <laughs> so uh, DC saw the tweet and he was not having it. <laughs> he aired the dude out on ESPN Live. Like, not even ESPN Plus, on real ESPN. He called him out by his name on Twitter, whatever his freaking name is. And he's like, I don't know what fight you're watching. It's 20 to 18. Ha, 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 And then um, the funniest part, that was mad low-key, and nobody even noticed it from the commentary uh, group. Was that a few minutes later, that guy wrote back, love you too, DC, and they showed it in the bottom corner.
1: I love it. I am... I, I, um clearly not a twitter person but i do like seeing those live tweets come up they like always show when other fighters are rooting for other fighters yeah. they show usually like people who should know how to score properly what they're thinking like it is really cool to see like other opinions real fast as we watch
0: yeah, and I guess you you're, you might be asking yourself, is this enough to be in the top five? Yeah, it is because we're trying to get holding hands and throwing fists onto freaking ESPN Plus or whatever.
1: Well, we need to fucking tweet that. I tweet. Man. I
0: tweet during the during the fights, man. All right, man. Just gonna keep doing it. Keep so like those man tweets, too. man.
1: Okay, yeah. man. Number three, man.
0: AJ McKee versus Patricio Pitbull is this Friday, and you're it, a liar. This Saturday. Good. Thank you. I, I clearly didn't review all all <laughs> the notes when I made my notes. It's the biggest fight in Bellator history, babe. Am I right?
1: Yes. But can you, ex- like, that's all I see about it. Why is it the biggest fight in Bellator history? Because
0: there hasn't been that many big fights in Bellator.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: But it's also, and I'm trying to, trying to figure this out. Is AJ McKee still undefeated? He sure is. He is, right? So... This is when I look at it because you you were on the AJ McKee bandwagon way before anyone else, definitely before me. Thank you. It's the first time that there's a guy who literally he is seventeen and O and he has seventeen wins in Bellator. He That's is incredible. the homegrown guy. That's why they're making it out to be the the biggest fight, and I think it makes sense because you have that freaking resource that's incredible like that doesn't really happen yeah and he's mr bellator and he's still young and he's amazing and he's exciting and he's fighting this guy who is the rifle champion he's he is uh patricio pitbull is a gangster and he i think he does have losses on his record i'm pretty sure he does but because he's older and he's been around more and has fought crazier people
1: Right. But
0: he's been a really worthy champion. He's also the one who beat Michael Chandler, right? Who headed over to the UFC. Yes. So it, I I think it makes sense. I think it's there's a case for it. Obviously, there's other fights that have not been as, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, as exciting. There's a lot of people in Bellator, like their bigger fights were, uh, they were all sort of washed up a little bit or past their prime mm-hmm. and coming.
1: Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. So it's exciting.
0: Yeah. Hold on. I, I got to see. I want to pull up your man's record, but whatever. We'll come back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
1: has won his last seven fights. Before that, his last loss was August 2016 to Benson Henderson.
0: Oh, all right. Uh, Former UFC champion, former Bellator Bellator champion. Yeah. And Benson Henderson is a special guy, too, because he's the first guy to leave the UFC in free agency to voluntarily go to Bellator while he was still in his prime.
1: Wow. Ahead of the curve there, huh?
0: Coming full circle. Okay. We've been distracted.
1: <laughs> we've been a little distracted. So we have not had... I don't even know if we've had a top five in season five. Have we? We have. we have. We did. We did. But we haven't had many. But this episode, we like needed more than a top five. But we're keeping it at five. Olympics, people. We are not doing a whole ton other than sitting on our couch and watching the Olympics. That's right. We got three channels of non-stop Olympics. What's on now? We got rowing on, there was swimming, and I believe now it says table tennis, but uh, I think that is incorrect. Anyway. I was watching... Ha- just, oh, it oh, is! Oh, Nice. Oh, my gosh. All right, we got to wrap this up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was watching handball this morning, and there was a little bit of badminton
1: so everything is so good anyway okay so because i don't know we like to learn things i was like oh it'll be fun to like tell people about the metal count or whatever on the podcast and i was like actually rewinds. let's get some information about the metals Could like, you i know investigative
0: reporter Fucking
1: mad inquisitive and shit
0: wow yep
1: so um, that
0: should be on one of our t-shirts
1: mad inquisitive and shit yeah
0: I'm fucking mad inquisitive. Shit.
1: <laughs> so, um, the design of the medals, like, which I've never thought of, which is shocking. The design of the medals obviously changes every Olympics. There are some things that have to be part of the gold medal, the bronze medal, the silver medal. However, mm-hmm. the design can then be tweaked um, according to the nation that's hosting. So, the Tokyo organizing committee of the Olympic. And Paralympic Games conducted like a medal project. They collected small electronic devices, like used mobile phones, from all over Japan. And so, this is the first time in the history of the Olympics that the citizens were involved in what would what the medals would be made up of. That's
0: fucking awesome. How
1: fucking cool is that? So, um. And they're the first nation to ever use recycled materials. So it's like, bam, bam, so cool. Approximately 5,000 medals have been produced from these electronic games. there's devices. a lot of
0: games, man. There's a lot of games at the Olympic Games.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's a
0: lot of medals given out. Yeah. Like, I know it's really hard. There's nothing harder than winning an Olympic medal, but there's a lot of Olympic medals. That's a lot, there. that's
1: a lot. Um, and then they also, Tokyo 2020, Olympic Committee also launched a medal design competition inviting the public to submit design ideas for the medals. So I really love that because that was what obviously they had done this pre-pandemic and I like the idea of the entire nation being part of the process. So this is how I started it and this is how I'll end it. I'll let you know the medal count. Um, Currently, So, it's tricky. When you look up the medal count, they put it in- Yeah, what do you want? Not the order of the medals.
0: Total medals.
1: Well, they partly include the total medals, but if you have more gold than bronze, let's say, you're higher in the ranking. So,
0: standings is by how many golds?
1: Yes. So, right now, Japan is number one in this, well, maybe not this second, but like- five hours ago. (laughs) Japan was number one, they had 22 total medals and 13 gold, incredible. China had 27 medals, 12 gold, and the United States had 31 medals and uh, 11 gold. We just have to update you that right now, Greece doesn't have a medal, but the games are far from over. Mm -hmm. And when I wrote the notes, Ireland didn't have a medal. But since then, they've won a bronze medal in women's four-person rowing. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Congratulations.
0: Uh, The Greek women in two-person rowing set a world record in the semifinal. So I don't know if the final happened yet. We got to find out.
1: That would be so strange if both of our countries won in rowing.
0: Out of all the games. Out of
1: all the, after finding out that there are 5,000 medals out there. (laughs) All right.
0: Let's round the top five. Yes. We'll bring you holding hands and throwing fists favorite moments so far. I'll start. Okay. Keeping with the martial arts theme. Teenager Anastasia uh Zlotic wins uh USA's first women's Taekwondo Olympic Gold ever. Ever. There's been a freaking Taekwondo places in America forever. And it's the first woman to ever win one? That's amazing.
1: That is amazing. And she's
0: a freaking teenager. Um speaking of first athletes to win something, this 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 was big. Oh this my god,
1: big. this, this I give I I have the chills.
0: Yeah, and Olympic. I I think I said it last episode. I love me some Olympic weightlifting. That's it. It's you Olympic did. wrestling and Olympic weightlifting. I like those a lot. Judo too. Uh, but the first athlete from the Philippines to ever win any gold medal in ever any event ever was Hidilyn uh, H- Diaz. In a 55 uh, kg weightlifting match, she also set an Olympic record with her combined weight of a total of 224 kilograms across two successful lifts. Uh, she won a silver medal at Rio Olympics in 2016, uh, the first medal won by a woman from her country ever. Dude,
1: she is fucking a savage.
0: They better, they, they got to give her a parade. They got to give her a parade.
1: I want to go to the Philippines to go to her fucking parade, and she's 30 years old.
0: She still got time. Oh
1: my god, I love these stories so much. You could power
0: lift till late in your life. You could. That's. I'm gonna start power lifting. Um. Definitely not.
1: So like the Olympics does make me incredibly emotional because I'm like truly in awe.
0: Because you're weak.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So that's why we should round out our favorite moments (laughs) with not emotions. Yo. Yeah. That's
0: that's you. (laughs) You show your emotions at once every four years.
1: Yeah, the volleyball commentators, (laughs) specifically for indoor volleyball, have been (laughs) so mean.
0: Ruthless. Ruthless.
1: Ruthless. So first of all, shout out to Eleni for playing volleyball, because it is just an incredible sport. It's a beautiful sport. It is beautiful. Oh my God. It is like, you think like basketball is so fun and fast paced? Volleyball is so much better. I don't care. Um, No fouls. So these commentators have us dying. Um, Some or one gem was from the women's USA versus Argentina match. So this is when I first started to notice, but the commentators were (laughs) shitting all over a player. That was the first match
0: we were watching it.
1: (laughs) I don't even know her first name, but her last name was Larson. And she wasn't even, like, not even playing that badly. She was, like, just not doing as good as normal, I guess. They were just ripping yeah, her off. Yeah, as her own
0: standard. Like.
1: Oh, Lord. And then yesterday we enjoyed the men's Brazil versus Argentina match where we got some of these gems. So this is when... I finally realized I need to start writing down specifically what these people are saying. So one commentator said, that was a nothing serve. Uh, Another commentator. That's pretty harsh. You you could read the second one, babe.
0: Brazil is about to put it on Argentina.
1: (laughs) Do you want to read the third one too?
0: Yeah. I don't like his footwork on that. He should change that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, It's like
0: Andreas and Raymond giving people tennis instruction
1: that last one did sound like something Raymond would say. Um, But anyway, so they are just like really making watching volleyball even more enjoyable. But I want to specially shout out Brazil's coach. Listening, we found out that he recovered from covid and had like a pretty hard time with it he lost 50 pounds and he was only reunited with his team at the beginning of july so this match where we were dying over the commentators shitting on both teams equally i will say um you should know that brazil won they had a huge comeback after argentina had won the first two sets
0: that's crazy it was
1: incredible it everything's incredible yeah because of that babe
0: this episode was brought to you by the olympics enjoy everybody they're only going to be here for a little bit of time